Hello, hello. Welcome into Game Static, episode 120. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today, or if you're watching live alongside with us, or watching after the fact, listening after the fact, whatever the case is, we appreciate the hell of you. i got both the boys here in studio with me after a nice little break. We boys, how we doing? How we feeling today? I'm doing good. I'm here. I'm only I here agree. for the second half of the show. First half of the show, if I have nothing. That's that's accurate. <laughs> that's accurate because we do have Hogwarts Legacy and the Nintendo Direct. So you are one hundred percent right. You can just chime in every once in a while if you got something you want to throw out there. What about you, John? How you feeling today? Oh, I was feeling pretty good until you completely neglected Dark and Darker. Arguably well, I, the no, better game. No, I was just saying for him, <laughs> for him. You know, he, that's what we got at the beginning. But yes, of course. I mean, it's in, look, I didn't look. There were two. Hey, there were two exciting hey. releases. Well, temporary release and then a release. Hey. Arguably, one is more fun than the other. There is no neglect of Dark and Darker. It made the thumbnail today. All right, so there is no neglect. It's in the title. It's on the thumbnail. If I'm not I talk about it. something enough, it's gonna. It's gonna make it there. on the thumbnail. Yeah, it's just it's just how it's gonna go. I don't really have a choice on that. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, took a break next week. Uh, I mean, uh, last week we're back here today. Take a break next week too? No, 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 no. <laughs> took a break last week, and uh, we're back at it here today. Although the next two weeks I won't be on the show, so the boys will be holding it down. So looking forward to that, you know, because I think you'll be having Wild Hearts next week, right? We'll see. Yeah, well, Wild Hearts I feel like is the we'll see, but then the week after that, I know you have Like a Dragon for sure. Well, no, I got next week. I have Wild Hearts and Wanted Dead. Okay. Wanted Dead releases on Valentine's Day, and Wild Hearts releases on Thursday. Mm. And then next week, Like a Ishin Early Access. If you buy the deluxe, comes out on the seventeenth. So that. And then also Atomic Heart, which would be yeah. on the Game 20th. So the next two weeks, I'm going to be like you today and just there for you to talk at. Right. Basically. I mean, Atomic Heart's going to be on you know, Game Pass, so you can try it, John. But you said you'd try basically anything that came to Game Pass. For uh, the yeah, most part. eventually. Yeah, eventually. I've yeah. still I've still got to work my way through Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You have till March. Then it's Wulong time. Yeah, then, then he's got you. He's got you and Wulong. He's already called dibs. God damn it. <laughs> All right, well, if you could, make sure to check out the referral link down below for I really don't Rogue want to play Energy. that game. <laughs> You're going to be playing that game. I know. I just don't want to. He's already got you locked in. It's on Game Pass. You're stuck with it. I'm looking forward to hearing your reaction to the game. I mostly want to know your reaction because <laughs> I know how much you're going to hate it. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be that thing of I wonder how long it's going to be funny for him. I mean, it'll be entertaining to me regardless. Yeah. It, that's going to be the factors. How long is that going to be entertained by having to pick me up? <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a long draw, John. I've done support with you for a long time, so I'm very much accustomed to this already. <laughs> He's ready. He is ready. Ready to go. Uh, but yeah, make sure to check out some Rogue Energy. Uh, Black Cherry Lemonade is out. So pick up a 12-pack. We'd appreciate that extra support. As well as going over to Agent Inc. and buying a jersey. They are sick, and we definitely appreciate that support as well. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start turning on the music. Uh, all right, so before we kick things off, we're going to do something different today and going forward, and we'll do it until we hate it. It's, it's that simple. Uh, it's, it's mostly just, you know, we you know we used to do it for Animan Plus, but we put it on Twitter back in the day. Uh, the polls that we used to do on, tw- on Animan Plus back in the day. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this is when Josh was still here, so it's been a while. It's been a while. I just looked at you like, what the fuck are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, it's been a long time. I know. That was when Josh was still here to really put in perspective how long ago that was. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do a question of the day. Uh, if you want to answer down below, we'd appreciate to hear your answer. And uh, just to help create some more engagement, I'll probably post it over at Twitter as well. Um, we'll probably rotate every week about who comes up with the question. I'm going to make you guys get questions too. Okay, I'm fine with that. 
And if in, anything gaming related does not have to relate to any current releases or news, any whatever gaming, whatever you want. Uh, so the one that I wanted to propose today to kick kind of kick things off because you know we had the shadow drop of Metroid Prime Remaster, and I was kind of seeing this conversation a little bit online. So my question is, is it finally time for um, game award shows, like whether it be the Game Awards or any other show, it doesn't matter. Is it time to finally introduce a remake or remaster category? Because I mean, we have. Dead Space just came out, remake. We have the Prime remaster. We have Resident Evil 4 remake coming out in a couple months. Like, you know, is is it the time to give remakes and remasters the kind of their own slot in an award show? You know, with, the, with how time is progressing, we're getting more and more remakes and remasters, honestly. Eh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like that idea. I like it for certain years. You know what I mean? Certain years, it'd probably be a banging category. Oh, and but that's then, sort of my and, issue yeah, with it. And then after that, it'd become like a fighting, a fight, you know, like the yeah. fighting category. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't introduce it on a wholesale purpose. If, the, if you have a year where like seven or eight of them come out that are all... And even then, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put like remasters. I think it would just have to be strictly for years where we had a bunch of remakes. Remakes would make more sense. I mean... Because remasters, ideally, it's just the same game, just ups the graphics and everything. Whereas remake, they're ideally changing some portion of the game in some form or fashion. Um, but yeah, the whole thing with my, well, I would say no, is just because we don't necessarily have a whole lot of notable remakes or remasters released in a year. I mean, there's some years where, yes, there is yeah, a lot. Yeah, we have a lot going on, yeah. But there's also a thing of that where it's a lot of... Um, games that a lot of people didn't even bother playing in the first time mm-hmm. around but have gotten a remake or remaster like one of the games we'll talk about today in the direct it was the um metro prime no not oh. that one uh baiting kaitos yeah baiting kaitos which was on the gamecube yep those are getting hd remastered did you play it i did not i might pick this up did you play it i didn't have a gamecube i didn't play it are you picking it up we'll see okay i feel like i feel like these are games that you would pick up I mean, they are games I would pick up. Yeah. I feel like they're games that you would pick up the originals for <laughs> if you found them out in yes, the wild. probably. <laughs> um, so that's sort of my thing is like, we don't always have a year of where there's enough remakes and remasters that are notable enough that people play in the original games to compare to. Right. So, yeah. I, I can see that. Like I said, I feel, I, feel like it, I feel like it could be a category that would be very good for certain years. Like, you know, maybe if they flex it out, you know, some years. I think even Game Awards does that, where there's very few categories where they won't. it's not there every year. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like that's it's something they could think about. It just depends on the year. Yeah. Because, yeah, if you do it every year, like I said, you're going to get a situation where it's going to be like the, the fighting game category. There's going to be a lot of <laughs> crap in there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's hop into some, uh, some other conversations here. Uh, so kick things off with Hogwarts Legacy. Um, came out uh, with honestly really glowing reviews, um, but as well as, you know, to no surprise, also getting pretty heavy re- review bombed, um, you know, by just general users. And there was a couple of bu- publications that also review bombed. I think Wired was one. They gave it a, like a, a one out of 100. Oh, wow. Yeah, which we know why. <laughs> I mean, it's the whole controversy that led up to this game's release. But uh, other than that, very glowing reviews came in a pretty solid Metacritic rating reviews across the board, you know, like 10 out of 10, you know, uh, nine out of 10s, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, I'm about uh, eight to 10 hours in right now. And I'm, I'm so 
so stupidly addicted to the game. Like, I genuinely really enjoy it. Like, you know, to kind of put it in perspective, you know, like all the games that, you know, for let's say October to now that I've played and talked about, you know, it's like Gotham Knights, Sonic, um, God of War, Midnight Suns, One Piece, Forspoken, and Fire Emblem. Like, out of all those, the only one that actively, like, hooked me where it's like every possible second I need to play was actually God of War. Uh, and now I, I kind of feel the same thing with Hogwarts Legacy personally. Because, like, you know, I'm just, like... I'm having more fun just like really admiring the work they put into everything, you know, cause I told you the other day on Animan plus where, um, yeah. you know, last week, remember John, when I was going over some details, one thing that I said from the early at reviews is that it's magical, like the movies. And we were all like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, playing the game? I personally get it now. Like, you know, just the vibe that is Hogwarts and everything that's happening as you're just walking around, you know, like the staircase is being formed, you know, the paintings, you know, just mm -hmm. constantly move, you know, moving around talking, you know, it, you know, it gives you that same vibe, the music tone, it sets the tone really well. I, I, I now kind of get what they meant by magical, like the movies. And like, like I said, I'm having just a lot of fun just exploring Hogwarts and just admiring how much like love was put into the world itself um, you know, Hogsmeade and everything and just like the overall landscape. Like, I'm having a lot of fun doing that. You know, like, I feel like main quest line has been almost put to the back burner for me for the most part, at least, at least for me personally. I mean, I'm still progressing. I just had um, probably the hardest mission that I'm going to have to play throughout this entire game. Uh, I had to face my fears pretty hardcore. I was, I was wondering because oh, was, you had to fight a bunch of spiders. Oh, I was yeah, playing I had to fight a lot of spiders. So did you just do it blindfolded? I did it like like this. It's <laughs> it's it's rough. It's there's bad. a lot of fucking spiders, you, and there's a the dude. With, I just uh, did it. Yeah, I just cave, did it before I came over here. Yeah, the, yeah, the cave that is rough. There's dude. points where like you have to crouch down and walk yes. under these things, and, and then ones. and it's like little spiders Ugh. come walking up like right next to you. For it's, anyone who doesn't know, I'm the only one of the three of us who doesn't have arachnophobia. Oh man, yeah, like uh, you know, I, I, I'm curious, John. You know, after you um. I think it's after the first door that you open, you can either choose to go left to progress or go right where you have to crawl in and there's like a chest in there. Did you, did you even go in there? Because I didn't. Because that's where spiders came out <laughs> for the first time in the fight. And like this was very early in the cave. And it's like I saw a chest and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to go that way. I full cleared everything. Okay. I did, not, I did not do that first part. I was trying to avoid as much conflict as possible. Uh, did not work. After you know that 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 one single like little thing that you can crawl under to go to a chest. Besides that, I that's the only thing I was able to avoid. Other than that, I had to fight spiders all throughout. So I definitely faced my fears here today. Like uh, in that room, there was actually no spiders. Well, I, I <laughs> they I, came I, out of that room, but there wasn't anything in there. Okay, well on my radar there was something in there. I don't know what it was. I had a couple of uh, yeah, I had a couple of red triangles on there. So I was just like, I'm good. I don't want to get jumped from the ceiling. That sounds horrifying. So I left that chest to be, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. That was a rough time. But out of curiosity, roughly what level are you right now? Twelve. Okay, I think you're twenty, almost. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm like seventeen. But but I mean, I've just been, I've just I've been doing every little side quest that I come across yeah. and running around. And if I see if I see an enemy, I fight the enemy. Mm -hmm. But uh, they, I will say one thing about this game is I, it's like playing a, a, a fifth year starting out wizard or starting out the year as a fifth year wizard just recently started training in magic. 
I'm the best wizard there's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And everybody acknowledges it. Yes. Oh, seriously? Oh, yeah. Like, that is a very, like, main, like, in-your-face plot point is everyone's just like, damn, you're so good at this. It's like, I'm a brand new wizard. It's like, what do you mean? like the <laughs> first, first defense against the Dark Arts class, we duel against the top duelist in the class, and we fucking smoke him. Yeah. Just beat the shit out of him, Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. So is this the reason why it's sort of hinting? I was like, well, you're the best there is. Why not come to the dark side? I mean, kind of. What house are you? Uh, I'm Gryffindor. Yeah, I'm Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian's my boy. Yeah. Me and, me and him break some rules together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I just answered those couple of questions, and it automatically sorted me for Gryffindor, and I'm just like, well, that is unfortunately the house that I've been sorted into 50 times in a row. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go ahead and do that, I guess. They tried to make me a Gryffindor. I said no. Okay, so <laughs> it, it did put you in Gryffindor first. Okay, yeah, that, that's what it put me into. And I'm well, like, you I guess I'll run two with it. questions. Yeah, it, it, I'm pretty sure. It's, I'm pretty sure based on how you answer the second question, it, that's what it presets you into what house. You only get two questions. Yeah, you get two questions. It's like that's actually one of my negatives, honestly. Yeah, it's, I, it, yeah the sorting is like, okay, are you a? It's like, do you like adventure? Do you like cat? Or do you like relaxing? And then the next one is like. Are you loyal, ambitious, mindful, or something else? Brave. And it, yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. give us a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's one of my only cut negatives with the game is that I wish the sorting would have been like a little bit more detailed, like maybe five, six questions to make it more, I guess, difficult to get the exact house you want, make it a little, make it feel a little bit more random, like you're actually being sorted. Well, you know, the fact that they have the option of you just choose what house you're going, they yeah. probably just went, nah, no point into it. Yeah, that, that that's kind of my thought process too. Uh, you know, I, I would have liked the feeling to actually be sorted. And still have the option if you if you just you know if you want to do a specific run you know but uh, you know really based on the four options that they have I mean you can kind of you can put the pieces together for which one is which house in my opinion so uh, that's one of my only negatives so far I only have two personal negatives wait if you're a fifth year student why are you being having the sorting hat put on you because we're we're starting school for the first yep. time you're a brand new student but you're a fifth year we're the third person in history yep. That that's actually one of like the, the the things with the plot. Okay. Yeah. Is that ever you know? Is it is, third? I know. I, 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 think, I think it's third. We found out in the wild. Come join our school. Pretty much. Basically. Cool. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, no, like you know, the sorting is a uh, is a minor negative I have, and then for me personally, the only other negative I have is I don't. I'm not a huge fan of um, um, like the the map UI. And that's that's just a super minor negative. All I care about, can I tame the beast? I don't know. Don't know yet. Dang you all. I will say I I mean, I know you can get some like, you know, some beasts to ride, so I would assume so. I don't want to ride them. I wish to have them assault all the wizards that deem to be my enemy. I feel like that's something you might be able to do. We'll see. I'll let you know. I'll tell you the one thing. There's if there's one thing I hate in games, I fucking hate where, when they have a ping system to show you everything you can pick up, and you get it, it's like, and it's only like a six foot fucking radius, yeah, and you gotta constantly hit it because anytime you hit the fucking Revelio spell, yeah, it stops your movement so you can wave your wand around, yeah, and you have to be right up on what you're trying to get because like I'll I'll walk past there are like there, are, the there are talents for increasing the range, yeah, which I I do I do like the talents I I was really looking at that earlier I do like all the different talents that you can upgrade and stuff across the is it like what five or six different things that you can go through 
There's like uh, normal spells, dark arts, there's, there's core. There's spell, dark arts, core. Uh, forgot uh, forgot the other one, and there's a, the last and one. And then it's, yeah, and, and then there's a one room of like, requirement. And that's for like what, potions and stuff? No, the potion stuff is in core. Okay. Or you get some potion mm-hmm. stuff in room of requirement, and then you get some stuff for like uh, uh, plants. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Botany? Yeah. You yeah. Can throw, you can throw uh, angry angry plants at people and have them fight. Yeah, cabbages. <laughs> throw cabbages at them. And, <laughs> and these are I, the skill trees? Well, that's just something you can have, but there's a there's a talent in the in the tree where when you throw one, it puts a second one out for free. Yep. All right. I use those a lot against the spiders. <laughs> I didn't because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking level 17. Doesn't matter what. <laughs> 17, they're level 12 coming after. Also, the level's fucking irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I was I was level thirteen running around fighting level twenties. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's like because uh, the way the combat works is that is, does that feel like a negative to you? Does that a does little that, bit? I would I would you? hope that if I was fighting something five six levels above me, be a lot would, more of a challenge. That'd yeah. be more of a challenge. All it is is more. It, they do more damage, so I have to I have to dodge or block more. Right. Because there's uh, you get a, you get a little notification when an incoming attack comes in. We're talking about combat now. Yeah. And uh, if it's yellow, yellow or white, I forget the color, then you can uh, you can use your shield spell Protego, and if you uh, hold it down, it, it's always been called Protego. But if you hold it down and it hits, you can uh, uh, throw and hit, uh, basically hit them with a stun charm, or you can perfectly do it and it'll uh, automatically send the stun charm after him. Uh, but if it glows red, it's an unblockable attack, so you have to da- uh, dodge out of the way. Or hit him with a knockback before it happens. Well, I'm forever now calling the shield potato, so. <laughs> Fair enough. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like fighting fighting higher level enemies, at least so far, because like, I, I ran into a group of them. And mm-hmm. Fighting a bunch of enemies. I was fighting like four or five enemies, five levels above me. And, I mean, all it was was I had to do one or two more cycles of the of the basic cast through because uh, uh, in the combat as well you have like your basic attack spell which is a uh, it's like a four hit combo and the fourth hit does more damage so is there at least a little bit of variety in combat or is it more or less from what you're saying cycling the same rotation of stuff uh, you you get diff- like you get some you get some flair with the talents. Gotcha. Because mm-hmm. like the talents will add different effects, or like it'll add effects to different spells and that. Uh, and in the talent tree, like you can set up, uh, like in the talent tree, you can get a thing where you can have multiple presets of different spells that you can cycle through in combat, so that you can have more than just the four that are there. Gotcha. Because yeah. you can get like what uh, up to two more sets of that. Three. Well, yeah, I mean, so it's three total or no, three, three more. So four total. Yeah. Okay. Because I know I saw at least two you more get, talents for it. I think you get two in the first one, then you can get one, okay. one or two in the second one. So yeah, like once you unlock those, it just makes it like super easy to just kind of flip through. Also, the core talent tree only goes up to level twenty-two. Yeah. That seems weird. Like, and you, so it's like there's there's nothing higher than that. So it's like you're just hitting a point where it's like at this point you can have. And even then, it's only two different uh, talents that you have. Talent tree is kind of bare bones. It, like, yeah, in all it, honesty, it, it it does for like what this game 
for how this game is kind of built, and especially when you look at everything around you, you know, and just like how much love was put into the game, you can tell where it's like something like Talent Tree was like, eh, not as much love. You know what I mean? Because it kind of goes back to what we talked about with those details. It's like 26 spells to choose from, and we were just like, that feels 26 low. spells to choose from, and within the first 40 minutes of gameplay, uh, I like I could have named you 12 of the spells that I had that like were already used. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, well that's what I'm getting. Okay. That's that's half of my combat right there. Mm. Are you impressed with the combat though? Are you, are you, are you feeling it? Not particularly. I'm not impressed with it. Okay. I mean, it's, is it just fine? Is, is another way to put it, I guess for you. At least so far it's, I mean, you, you're doing the same basic thing that you're doing in Forspoken as far as combat goes. Right. Yeah. Because Forspoken is the same thing. Your basic cast is a four-hit attack where the final hit does additional damage, and then you you swap between a couple a couple spells that you, like, charge up and hit them with. So, so far, it's very similar but very different ways of, it's like very similar combat and gone about in different ways yeah because i i kind of feel the same sentiment because it's like one of those things where it's like while i'm really hooked to playing this game because i just enjoy the world i think i think the world that they have built is just very addictive and i'm having fun with that the combat while i it's fine like i don't i don't hate it but i'm i'm not gonna sit here and sing praise it's like it's the greatest combat ever you know like a god of war like oh my god god of war is great combat like it's like i mean yeah this is acceptable you know this works i mean it gets the job done but it's not like oh my god this is the best thing come out in 2023 it's fun though yeah i mean so far combat at least for what i have access to at this point there's hardly a reason to do anything other than hit them with the basic cast combo yeah, because at best I'm pulling him in, hitting him with one additional attack. That, but that takes about as much time <clears throat> as it would do to do a four hit combo, which mm-hmm. would have done the same damage. Right. That's depressing. But it's like I did unlock, I did pick some talents for uh, changing the way that some of the spells work. So hopefully it'll be a little more. Hopefully it'll be a little more to it now. Right. Or it'll feel a little better doing that. But uh. One, yeah, one thing, I mean, I don't know how you feel about running around the grounds, but it very much does feel like it's meant to be traveled by, like, flying mount. Mm-hmm. Because running around fucking sucks. It's... Do you at least get a Quidditch stick? Not yet. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't I, got my uh, my broom yet. I, I, just, get, I just took the class for it. Uh, the flying. I, I have the class for it. I didn't. I didn't do that yet. Uh, well, even after the class, you don't get it yet. That's so it's, it's coming. It's coming soon. But but, uh, but yeah, it's like running. You'll see. <laughs> running around kind of sucks because the the map is large. Because I mean they have flying mounts and stuff, so it has yeah. to be a large map. So running around kind of sucks. And going from point to point, at least until you unlock some of, like, the side quests and stuff, you can't really access some of the stuff that's there in the world, like the varying challenges and that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're running past it. I'm, I'm standing next to it going, I, don't, I guess I can't do this yet. And then I just keep running. And then it's just a long run there. But, uh, 
I just picture all the other students. Look at that year five running. Where's his broom? It's kind of <laughs> how it is because yeah. fucking everybody's flying around and shit. Yeah, and we're the, and we're the one loser that's not. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, I don't know. So far, because have you done the Merlin challenges or like done any of those? I've done some. I've, I mean, I did I did a few of them, and then I finally got to one where I was like, I guess I don't have the spell for this yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I hope I hope the other challenges in the open world have a little more to them than that, right? Because it's it's kind of like walk up, interact with it, and then figure out the the yeah. thing to it. But so far, of like the five or six that I've done, I've had to do the same thing three times. Oh. That's 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 not fun. It's been yeah, it's been the same objective three times. It's just okay, and now I just have to walk around and find where the thing is. Yeah. Uh, so overall, puzzles in the game are very easy. From what it sounds like, unless the late game really brings it out, they put a lot of time into the world and characters themselves, and maybe the story. They definitely. I look. I, look. I'm. I. I'm gonna hammer that all day. The world and everything. They they put a lot of love into it, but there are other areas where you can tell where it was little little lackluster. It could very much be the thing of also this game's a fucking collection. It it's a collectible game. Like oh it, yeah, could it compete board. with Assassin's Creed and Donkey Kong sixty four? Like <laughs> Donkey Shot Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, because there's there's field pages that you find. Yeah. Uh, in Hogsmeade, there's 55, and I don't know how many are in Hogwarts, but every different part of the map has more and more of them, and Hogsmeade alone has 55. I don't know where the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. I've got like 30 of them, because mm-hmm. I just ran around collecting a bunch of them when I first started. I have no clue where they are. Yep. But yeah, it's like they'll be flying around that you have to summon them to you, or you have to use the fucking reveal charm at in front of shops and stuff uh and to like get the page to show up and that is basically just like extra little lore for everything uh but yeah there's a shitload of collectibles yep very heavy on the collectible side and then i mean there's all kinds of combat challenges and stuff that you get a like different appearance gear and stuff for mm-hmm. uh but i mean the I think my main complaint so far is, yeah, the world feels cool. And when you're in the castle and you're kind of following along with the quest stuff, it's very entertaining and you kind of, you do get drawn into it. But if you're just running around, like if you're out out running on the Hogwarts grounds, like looking to do some of these challenges and stuff that are out there, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot going on. I do feel that. Like um, while... Yeah, you know, you can get really drawn into the general area and stuff, but really if you stop and... Because I was thinking about this earlier when I was playing, it's just like, okay, I really enjoy the small interactions that's there, you know, like where you see just random-ass students and stuff like that, and they're talking about some class. Like, that's all, like, it you know helps you fill in the environment, right? But at the same time, I stop and I'm like, I don't know, this does feel kind of empty, you know what I mean, from, yeah. what, from what I would expect it to be. Again, I, I, I think they nailed it on the world, but there is some aspects where it's like, okay, yeah, this does feel empty at times. So I, I do agree with you on that take. Yeah, which is a bit disappointing because for, I mean, running around the open, there are, I mean, if you're constantly hitting like your, your 
uh, Revelio charm. Mm -hmm. Then you'll see additional like little doorways and stuff that you can go in. Mm -hmm. But usually it's solve the solve the small puzzle, get a chest at the end. At least yep. for all of the ones that I've completed so far. Yeah, that's pretty much what they all are. So I wish there was a. I mean, maybe there maybe there is something more in different parts of the map, but it does very much seem like certain parts of the. I mean, big open world. Certain parts of the map are definitely the hot zones. Right. But I mean, overall, I'm enjoying the game. Just wish for the open world aspect. There was a little bit more to do in the open world. Yeah. At least so far. Like I said, I'm only like six hours in. Mm. Uh, maybe it's like maybe I just haven't gotten to the parts where some of that stuff opens up more. Right. Yeah. I, I you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm in the same boat since me and you have done about the same amount of play time. Because like even at the point that uh, I'm curious, I'm curious if you agree with me on this. At the point where I'm at, I still low key feel like I'm almost in like a prologue in a way. Do you feel like that? Because like, I kind of feel like that every once in a while. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The second I get into Hogwarts and I'm, it's like I get control of my character and I'm there and it's like you talk to the, the professors and stuff at the beginning there. It's like, all right, now go to class. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to walk around Hogwarts a little bit. <laughs> I turn, I walk down, I walk six feet away and it's like, now get back to your quest objective. Oh, okay. I was like. I was like, that's some bullshit. It's like, <laughs> it's like you, but you put me in a, a, a good-looking Hogwarts castle for the first time ever. And you want to explore it. And I want to explore it right off the bat. And you, you're like, no, go to class. It's like, yeah, I know I need to go and learn some spells and stuff, but let me <laughs> walk around the castle. I should be able to walk around the castle. You're a fifth year. You should have walked around the castle. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah you're, I mean, you're four years behind. What are you doing? It, <laughs> It is a weird thing of since since different challenges and stuff out in the wild do require different spells to be able to do anything with. Mm -hmm. Then if you start traveling beyond just like where the basic main quests tell you to go, then you can't interact with any like with the, the stuff that's out there. So it does kind of feel like well, I guess I need to go back and do these quests. To be able to do, where it's like I need to go do the main quest, learn all my basic spells and that, and then I guess we'll figure something out afterwards. But I've run around and done, at least as far as I was willing to walk. Yeah, uh, I've done most of, uh, most if not all of the Merlin challenges that I was able to, that I've that I have revealed on the map so far. And then just like various little challenges here and there that I've come across that I've been able to do. Uh, but yeah, it does it does kind of feel like you walk into an area and it's like it's like, well, you you could go here if you had gone to class. Now, if you were a good student, we could let you go here, but since you want, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off and get back to class. But yeah, it is. The the quest the quest systems, I mean it's decent, but it's it is kind of like go do main quests and then go do second part of main quest, and then before then it's like okay well you need to you need to go do this quest, but before you do that you need to do your side project for the teacher, which involves you like going and making 
these three potions and using them like it's like because it's like you need to you need to do that to learn this spell or to learn this additional potion recipe or something like that so it is it's it's like arbitrary things that you have to go do okay to as like the side project to get the spell so that you can proceed on the main quest so instead of doing it in a safe environment where the professor can be there to watch you if the game's more or less telling you like be wild. Go out and mess up the rest of Hogwarts. Hey, man, day two of Hogwarts. Wild, wild Hogwarts, right? <laughs> hey, hey, man, day two of Hogwarts. I'm the savior of Hogsmeade. I'm just telling you that right now. That's true. Like, immediately <laughs> upon their brand new student, but you're a fifth-year student, you're, you're, you're the savior of Hogsmeade. Immediately. That's true. <laughs> Gosh, apparently the magic world was super easy before Voldemort's time. I you can't say his name. He's not alive yet. You still can't say his name. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a. It's like I've got. It's like I've been there two days. I got like fucking fifty spider kills under my belt. I've <laughs> slayed about thirty goblins. <laughs> Does and it let uh, you name your character? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like everyone should just name their character Chad. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you name your character? I just named. I just named my character Alex Light. Oh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you name yours? I'm Crixel Bradsworth. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I love that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I will say that the game does have one of the best features. Uh, and it's it's the in real time cutscene kind of stuff. So okay. whatever your character is wearing is just what they are in every cutscene. That's always a nice touch because you get some and wild I look interactions. Like a, yeah. I looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there. I was wearing like a, it, it was like a, it looked like a farmer's hat. Okay. I was, I had a white, like a white mannequin mask. Yeah. <laughs> I had like this pure white robes on and a mm-hmm. fucking yellow scarf. I, I feel and, you there, John. And I'm just sitting there, and it's like the cutscene happens, and it's like teachers are sitting, like walking around talking to me, and that. And I'm just standing there, and I'm like, it's like, yeah, man, I don't know what happened. Day two, and I joined a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you there, John, because I haven't been playing anything new. I've just been, I've gone back and been playing the Rock of Blade Point for the last two weeks. And at some point in that game, they added customizations options where, like, and we're talking like a deep customization thing for characters where people can change their jaw lines eye, eyebrows and say i've seen someone in a lobby who's playing kratos <laughs> they just made god of war they made one of the characters kratos and then some other things and you can change their skin color and just do wild customizations and one of the more recent things they've added this year is a campaign mode in naraka blade point which has like these small little cutscenes. But it's just whatever your characters are wearing. So there's some random three-man groups I've seen in these scenes <laughs> of just like alien-looking yeah, yeah. Chinese warriors. I'm just like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> God, that's great. I love that. And the best part is people can make little QR codes and share their creations. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, overall, what would you kind of give this game out of 10 for your first you know, few hours played? You know, obviously, we you know there are aspects that we really enjoy about it, uh, where we we definitely acknowledge there was a lot of love put into it, and there's also areas where you can tell that kind of skimped a little bit. Uh, it's 
somewhere around a seven right now. I haven't okay. been grabbed for. I haven't been grabbed by this game the same way that the rest of the world has yeah. yet. I'm enjoying it, and I I like the atmosphere. I want to see what. It's exactly what I was talking about. I, it's like this game with the open world. They it's like they had to have something to do in the open world, which at least so far there's the stuff that's there is very minimal, and if it. And if there's going to be a heavy focus on combat for how much is going on in this game, which so far every quest or anything that I've had to do in this game revolves around combat in some way, uh, it has to be good. And so far it's mediocre. So it's kind of like the general vibe and atmosphere are really good, but so far, I haven't been like completely absorbed into it. Right. For me, I would actually probably give it an eight because I have been absorbed into the atmosphere. While I acknowledge like the negatives, of, like the combat is like not as great as we would have hoped it would be. Like it's still, like I said, acceptable. Like I'm, I'm having fun with it, but I'm not like completely addicted to it. But like I, I am addicted to the atmosphere. Yeah. The, the atmosphere yeah. is very yeah. fun. The com. It's like complaints with the combat that could disappear in yeah. the next. As you progress into the game, it could disappear in the next six hours of gameplay. Once we get some dark art stuff, it'll it's like probably disappear. (laughs) It's like when I unlock the spells that will result in me being able to do more than a basic ass combo. Yeah, Yeah. then it's like it could improve from there. But so far, I can't do it. I feel like it will also improve for us once we actually get our brooms and get like our mounts and stuff. I feel like that will also really make the game more fun. One thing that I'm still just really uh, bummed out about. You know, because this was announced like going into the game and it was announced very early getting at Hogwarts is like, I would have loved to have Quidditch in this game. I think that would have been fun. But like that is completely a cop the out. That's a cop out excuse. Dude, to, it was. Wait, what was it? I missed this. You show up and the, the headmaster is like, due to an injury in the finals of last year's Quidditch match, Quidditch has been canceled this year. Yeah. It's just <laughs> a fucking cop out. You can go to the Quidditch pitch. Yep. And it's just a bunch of nerds playing racquetball or something. Yeah. <laughs> It, that that that's one of another negative, but that was all already a negative going into the game. You know, is that that they openly said that's yeah. not in the game. Uh, so th- I, I'm still disappointed. Like it was one of those things where it's like when he mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That sucks. And then it kind of like left my brain because I'm having fun exploring Hogwarts. But then whenever we get to fly around for the first time in the class, I see the Quidditch area, and I'm like, damn, I'm reminded there's no actual Quidditch. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> I did, I walked over to it like the first time I left the castle. I walked over there. I was like, oh yeah, the Quidditch field pitch is right over here. Let's go see it. I get over there, and it's literally just people. People are just like hanging out talking they're like they got like some fucking tennis rackets or badminton rackets and shit and they're just hitting the ball back Are there and people forth. underneath the bleachers smoking no <laughs> well, i can't go underneath the bleachers so they might be who knows <laughs> but yeah it's it, it's one of those things where it's like the complaints about open world could change when i get access to being able to fly around like wherever i want to yeah and combat Complaints could change when I actually have all of the spells unlocked. Agreed. Like, you know, that that's where my opinion from an eight could get bummed up to like a nine or something. Gotcha. But again, I'm only eight because I personally am just very much absorbed into the atmosphere. Like, that's just me. Uh, I've just had a lot of fun with it. But, uh, you know, again, we're, we're still early, you know. Because like I said, I still feel like I'm in a prologue almost. Like, legit. Like, it's how I personally feel. So, could change very quickly. You know, especially as, you know, more stuff starts to open up, like, you know, getting my broom soon where I can fly around the map and stuff. 
Because right now, I'm, I still feel like we're pretty limited on what we can do. So, uh, I imagine it'll improve. I'm looking forward to playing it more uh, later tonight. Uh, let's go over to the Nintendo Direct, um, which... Hold up. Hold up. He's got another game to talk about. What are you trying to do? No, uh, was, that's on the script. No, I was just going to mention it here because I wasn't actually going to spend too long on it. Because uh, Nintendo Direct will be more of a conversation. Yeah. And this is going to be a shorter piece. Okay. Uh, I meant to tell you that earlier. Uh, but for anybody that, uh, anybody listening that was interested in it previously when they heard me talk about it, the Dark and Darker playtest 4 has been going on. Uh, it ends, at, at the current time, it ends uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, they've made a ton of improvements from the last time. It's a lot more stable. We haven't had, like, a bunch of crashes or anything like that. And glitches that have come up, they have been... Uh, addressing within hours uh, currently because there were some pretty That's bad ones. But there's been there's been daily hot fixes that fix a lot of the bugs, and they're trying to it's like and they're trying to balance around it pretty quick. But darker, darker. I mean, this is the fourth play test. Last play test we peaked out at around forty eight thousand players, mm. uh, and this play test we're uh, we're. I think our peak is at almost 110,000 or maybe a little above 110,000. That's good. I've so also I, seen where some other content curators are, are starting to jump on this game's bandwagon. I've been getting recommendations for that. But yeah. Uh, the game, like I said, the game is currently available uh, for a couple more days. Uh, if anything goes wrong, like if there's any problems, then they could extend it a couple of days but so far there hasn't been any any major issues so that might not happen this time yeah uh and for this play test they've released uh a testing solo dungeon called the goblin caves uh for just you can only queue into it as a solo but uh yeah game is still amazing and uh they're it's like they could be going into early access in the next couple months, like an official early access in Ooh, the next that, few months. That'd be exciting for you. Projected projected was sometime around April previously, but that could change. For early access potential? Yeah. Okay. Because like the official release is projected Q3, isn't it? Uh, Q4, I okay. think. But yeah, they're, it's like it could officially go into early access, but if you're listening to this and you like forgot the playtest was going on and you wanted to give it a try... Perfect time to jump in. Last couple of days of play test. It is some of the most fun I've had playing games. And in what a long day time. is the last day for it? Uh, Monday is currently the last day for it. So they do February thirteenth. Yeah, they do. They've been doing each each uh, alpha play test has been seven days so far. And then if they've run into problems, they've extended it a couple of days mm-hmm. afterwards. Bless you. But yeah, uh, game is still amazing. Bless and you. Cannot cannot wait for it to officially go into early access. Because it is, it is like I said, some of the most fun I've had playing games in a long time, and player base continues to grow every time a new play test is announced. Mm. I'm but, still waiting on my Exo Primal. <laughs> true, <laughs> I am interested in that game after the last thing we saw about it. But yeah, uh, that's all I really had on Dark and Darker. Okay. I know I, I talked about it a lot last time it was out. Just this time, for this play test, they've made a bunch of improvements. They've taken it's like they take. What is the most notable improvement they've made for this playtest? Uh, like? Well, there's been a they're playing around with a lot of stuff. They changed a lot of the spawns around this time. People were complaining about two handed weapons 
like being lackluster in the last play test. So this play test, they changed the swing patterns of a lot of them. Okay. People were complaining about wizard in the previous play test. So they've been trying to adjust the wizards, like spell counts, like spell cost and stuff like that. Uh, this play test. But I mean, honestly, the biggest thing was people ask for a solo dungeon mm. and they made a solo dungeon. Uh, but yeah, they, it's like they can, they continue to make changes. Also, they added a, uh, they had a prox chat. Oh, that's okay. Everybody wanted prox chat. They put prox chat in. That's probably fun with that game. I would imagine that's probably a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, it's a uh, game. Game is great. If you haven't tried it, give it a shot. I mean, it's 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 free in the playtest. It's no reason not to. Right. All right. That's what's up. And then hopefully it will come up that early access in April. That'd be, that'd be pretty dope for you. Once that happens, John's locked in for. Long time now. <laughs> like once playtest early access comes out for him, yeah, John's going to the caves. You know. Oh yeah, he, I've yeah. been living in the caves. Yeah, he's living. <laughs> been living in the caves. It's like my my time has been split between playing a wizard in Hogwarts Legacy and then running around as a barbarian slaying wizards. Yeah, I, I enjoyed your picture you posted <laughs> on our Discord. That was funny. He he asked me earlier, but he's like, "Did you enjoy that?" I'm like, "I did." That was that was good. <laughs> yeah, John posted a picture of was cut half. First half was Hogwarts Legacy, and just said the caption. Everyone else is. Wizarding experience. My wizarding experience is dark and darker's tavern with a bunch of wizards with their hands up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, just every, everybody. Everybody's been so excited for dark and darker. We bet it's like, it's a, it's an experience when an early access game like that comes out for like a week, mm-hmm. and then, like for the last twenty days before the playtest came out. It was just everybody on the on the darker darker subreddit counting down. Like, it was like daily countdowns by people. Nice, that's fine. like counting the, down to it. That, that's a different. That's a different level of hype because everybody has been so excited to play it again. Nice. Uh, just this randomly popped in my brain. You know, once we were talking about uh, your your Hogwarts Legacy meme, another Hogwarts Legacy meme that I saw that I really enjoyed. Uh, I know you haven't watched it, uh, but I know you have. It was a, it was a scene from from Loki when Loki and um, um, Sylvie met Kang, and Kang's just like you know. I, you know, I paved the path for you. You simply walked down it, and the Kang was fucking Wizard 101, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Loki I've was seen. Hogwarts Legacy. I saw it's like, I paved the path for you to walk down it. Shout out to Wizard 101. <laughs> oh, man. That was that was one of my favorite memes that I saw. <laughs> All right, uh, let's hop into the Nintendo Direct. Um, we just started with the best opening game. I forgot. Pikmin 4. You I know, forgot this was happening. Yo, honestly, like as soon as it started with Pikmin 4, my first thought was, damn, look at us. We're at a time where Pikmin can lead off a Nintendo Direct. Heck yeah. Shout out to that, man. Shout out to Pikmin. Never give up on Pikmin. Even and with the release date. Even if you've never played it. And with the release date, with uh, July uh, 21st. Yep. So a nice summer release there. Uh, no, uh, before we get into like announcements and stuff, just like general thoughts on Direct. Like, What would you guys kind of give this as a grade? Because, you know, there was only a couple things for me where it's like, hell yeah. And then there was a lot of stuff like, eh. But it was also one of those things where, like, with this Direct in particular, it's just, it, it, I had a friendly reminder that, like, you know, not every Direct is made equal for everyone. Where it's like, this Direct is a freaking, like, SSS tier for certain people. While it was, like, a C, C plus for me. You know, how, how did you guys kind of feel about it, just generally, before we get through some, uh, through some games? I mean, overall, I think it was a decent Direct, because, I mean, it gave us at least some drops here and there for the rest of this, um, from here into summer. 
and then giving us some announcement of games that we can look forward to hopefully the second half of the year into the beginning of next year. No. I mean there was probably it's like there was probably something in there for everyone. Uh I didn't I mean for me it's kind of a whatever direct yeah. because I mean I don't well, we kind of went over this when we were talking about games coming out for the year. Mm-hmm. Not a lot for Nintendo I'm super excited about, right. at least for right now. It's like, granted, there could be like a something I, I try and I'm like super excited for. Uh, but, I mean, I'm not... It's like just because I wasn't super excited watching it doesn't mean it was a bad direct. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of like, like what you're saying. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah... It, it doesn't have to be a good direct for me as long as as long as other people are excited for it. Yeah, because yeah. like for me personally, like I was talking when I was talking to Josh about it, I was like, me and Josh, we were on the exact same page, like a C minus C plus for us personally. But we acknowledge that with all the stuff that's in there, this is more like probably honestly like an A plus direct. Like they did, they did bring a lot of shit. And you know, like I said, for certain people, this was like an SSS because like you know, uh, you know, my girlfriend is a massive, massive fan of level five games. So this direct was was huge for her, you know, especially with a to me a surprise uh, sequel to Fantasy Life, you know, because that's that like was sort of a surprise. that was like no shit. Like she tells me all the time how that is one of her favorite games of all fucking time. My understanding, Fantasy Life was a very good game. It was just yeah. it was a very niche thing, yeah, so it, it went was. under the radar. And then also the pre- return of Professor Layton as well. That who, was a nice little trailer. Yeah, and she, again, she's a massive fan of Professor Layton. Like when I tell you guys that she was literally in tears watching those two trailers back to back, man. Like the excitement levels is real, and it, like I said, it put it put in perspective for me that you know, not every direct is made equal. Like you're going to be able to pick something out of it, but like you know, it's just there's different you know categories where it's going to like really hit for other people. I mean, I saw the Professor Layton trailer. And I was like, oh hell yeah, I may get a new Phoenix Wright game. <laughs> Shout out to Phoenix Wright. And not just a game that was released in the East that finally made it to the West. Right, yeah. Maybe actually get a brand new one. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's actually get into some of the announcements, though. Um, So I kind of highlight it as, like, you know, the main points and then the rest. If there's anything in the rest that you guys wanted to shout out, feel free to shout out. I won't really go through the rest, really, though. Uh, Really, the main points, obviously, you know, number one is the Zelda trailer. Uh, Pretty sweet trailer. Uh, There was one thing. I saw someone. You shut up. There was one thing that I saw someone point out on Twitter that I thought was really cool. You shut up as well. Uh, From like what this plot could be about, that I was just like, oh shit, yeah, that's a good point. Obviously, as we've seen from the previous like two or three trailers, you know, Link has obviously got like this new arm, right? Okay. Uh, And something that someone is now theorizing is that based on how when he like this happens and he loses his arm, like in that cave where they find Ganondorf, right? Which also nice touch that they had Ganondorf's voice revealed in this trailer as well, uh, is that he took the arm because he took Link's arm to t- steal the Triforce because Link's Triforce is always in his dominant arm. And uh, for these newer games, Link is right-handed instead of left-handed. So th- I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, theory is that that's why he, you know, he lost his arm whenever Ganondorf was uh, awakened. Is that he took the Triforce? But I mean, the overall trailer looked uh, looked sick. But I did have a um, I did have a general concern for it, uh, and I don't know. I haven't seen anyone else talk about it really. Uh, maybe I didn't dive deep enough into it. But like the one concern that I have with the trailer, while it looked sick, I'm still super excited for the game. They still to, haven't really shown me more new stuff. You know, the what Switch I mean? can't run it. What are you talking about? Link's got this weird I know. airboat thing. Well, like what I mean is like, okay, this is literally just the exact same yeah. world again, yeah. except we can go to the sky. Your that's breath, the yes. only that's the Your only breath plus. of the wild, but you went that way. Yeah, basically. 
So it's like it's the same world, but more in in desolation than it was before. So like I, I was wanting to hopefully see something else new. Like show me something more well, new. Well, here's the thing, Alex. We already know Breath of the Wild already makes some switches chug, so they can't add a whole much lot more until they bring us a new system. They're pushing this thing to the limits. I'm calling it now. So they did whatever they could before the switch will just die on you. So they couldn't add a whole lot of new stuff. Yeah. They pushed it with just making look, a fucking another look, level of world. Look, I, I'm the one. I'm I, of the three of us. I'm the one that beats the drum the loudest about switch performance. All right, you know, I I hear you. I hear you. But you know, when when I say new, like I mean literally just anything. The only thing they're still focusing on is just the sky, and even the the tidbits they've shown, I feel like the sky is limited. You know, like you know, because like you got a pretty good shot of the world seeing the shit in the sky, and it still feels limited to me. It's still going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to playing it. How many levels there are to the sky? Do you see how when he jumped down, how far he fell? I know, I know. I'm I'm just saying it. Just it doesn't. You know how much it's going to suck every time you fall off trying to do a puzzle. Oh my god, I know. I hope there's some way just like get like you know brought back up like in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. If you fall off a cliff, your phone fucking picks you up or something. (laughs) That'd be great, but I don't see that being a thing. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, overall, I, I, the trailer did look cool. Uh, I can't, that was my own only personal concern. And I'm probably yeah. on an island with that. Yeah. So we we know you're excited about this. Zach, do you give a shit about this game? No. Nope. Well, okay. I, I know you don't. What? There was a, there was like a two percent chance you might care. I knew it was zero percent chance he would care. I we're we already said we knew what you were at. We were taking you out of that. This was our conversation. And I butted in. <laughs> I'm in the middle here. I can butt in. I can talk to both. He's going to do this next week, too. If he gets a moment, he's gonna, just going to pop in like he owns the place. Not true, actually. Not true. Not next week. Maybe the week after I might yeah, pop we'll, in. We'll kick next him out week, we'll kick him out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after that, the Metroid Prime remaster is actually real. That was a nice shadow drop. Man, how many years now have we talked about this thing? Is it like, what, three years? Oh, I haven't talked about it at all. I mean, you've talked about it for like three years. <laughs> Like three years, this thing has essentially been a rumor that we have chatted about in some capacity and some sort of just news tidbit, uh, and just fi- you know getting it being announced and shadow dropped on eShop and the physical release coming out just in a couple of weeks. And I got to say, the physical release is actually sold out. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, by that. It, it, the only place that I found uh, where I could order it online was uh, GameStop. Best Buy sold out, Amazon sold out, Target sold out. I was just like, damn, that that went quick. It's only forty bucks too, which is a nice little price point and. Um, I mean, I can just go run to our le- local old game retailer and pick up a GameCube version. Yeah, I did. I did see that that came in. Yeah, I saw that picture posting. Um, but uh, the you know the game uh, from everything that I've seen, I haven't picked it up yet because I'm playing Hogwarts and I wanted to get it physically. Is uh, you know the game just looks like um, it was just handled with so much care and so much love. People are calling it more of a remake than a remaster. Uh, came in very high on ratings already, uh, to no surprise. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to playing through this game again because this game is honestly absolutely incredible. One of the best games on the GameCube. So, you know, that was very nice shit I dropped to see. Uh, and then uh, Game Boy finally coming to Nintendo Switch Online. That's something that was like originally chat about like over a year ago now, and now it's finally come out with Game Boy Advance as well, part of the expansion pass. Uh, and I will say this uh, this uh, uh, finally coming out finally pushed me over. I finally got the expansion pack. I was actually playing it earlier. I was playing Minish Cap and uh, played through the first level and just uh, about to hit the, the second temple in Minish Cap. 
So uh, it's it's gonna be a nice like just chill before bed sort of thing. Just hop on there and play Mario and Luigi, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and mm-hmm. you know Minish Cap, and then also like uh, just thinking about it, man. There are so many possibilities for games to add to this. You know, they they could support the GBA for literally years. Oh yeah, because easily. dude, there's just so many games. I mean, the few that they announced that are coming, like you know Metroid Fusion, of course, Golden Sun. They acknowledge Golden yeah. Sun, so that's cool. Uh, never played Golden Sun, so that that's exciting. I'm I'm gonna check that out when it drops. Uh, and there was a few others, but, uh, you know, I'm going to look for like Metroid zero mission. If that comes like the other golden sun, I imagine the Pokemon games will come at some point, obviously. You can only hope, uh, cause that would also allow you to transfer stuff into home. Yeah. Similar to like, if you bought uh, red, blue, yellow, or, um, gold, silver, crystal, uh, I think on the 3DS, you could, you know, transfer those into the bank up to home or whatever. Uh, so I imagine though they'd do the same thing, which could open the door for certain shinies that are like only in those games or something. But dude, there are just so many games in GBA they could possibly do. I would love to see the Sonic Advance games. That'd be cool. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know. It might. They do have the, I just remember they do have the, the Genesis, right? I think on Nintendo Switch Online. So I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe they might do that. Um, uh, a long shot that will not happen, but would be so cool. Get the Legacy of Goku games on there. Probably not. Probably not. But that would be so... All three of those games are awesome. Love them to death. Those, those are incredible games. Um, so, you know, either way, that uh, that was pretty cool to see that finally get added. Like I said, I, I personally finally upgraded the expansion pass and, and playing it and really enjoying it. Uh, like I said, I already said, le- level five on its return uh, with a brand new game, Deca Police, and then the Fantasy Life sequel, New Professor Layton. So level five, getting back into the game. So the Deca Police cool. looks interesting. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. Uh, I got my eye on it. it. I thought it looked. I thought it looked kind of interesting. Um, Fire Emblem Engage DLC. Uh, we did get to see some of the other emblems that are coming out. Uh, not surprised Hector is one. Not surprised by that one. Um, not surprised by Camilla. Yeah, as soon as I saw her, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, not surprised. That makes sense. I was sort of surprised by uh, Robin and Chrome being one Yeah, together. being one. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Because like, I, I was, number one, I was surprised that one of them, if not, I, I was surprised they weren't in the game to begin with. Yes. You know, like as, as one of the 12. Yeah. Um, but when they came as DLC, it makes perfect sense. But then they're as, as one. And I'm just like, that's... That's a choice. <laughs> I, I mean, guess. it was because Chrome was our MC of Fates, and then Robin was of no. Chrome was in Awakening. Awakening. I always yeah. reverse those for some reason. Yeah, Chrome was. I believe that's Lucina's dad, right? Yes. Yeah, because Lucina. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then, then Robin's. Rob, Robin's the MC of Awakening. That's like not the most important character of yeah. Awakening because everyone cares about Lucina and Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then also a little preview of like the uh, Wave Four, which is like the actual like expansion, which is an expansion it. thing. Yeah. So and uh, wave two dropped. Out. Yeah, it dropped. Yes, same day. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Octopath Traveler two demo. Yeah. Uh, did you did you download that Not yet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I you know I I do want to play Octopath Traveler two. Um, so I'm probably gonna check out this demo. Soon. Did you ever finish one? No, I've I've I've, I've still dabble into it. You know, okay. I still I still hop on there and play, but I haven't finished it. Uh, Omega Strikers coming to Switch. Woo! So shout out to that. Shout out to that. Which you know, aggressive air hockey. I'm I'm glad that this is coming to Switch because the general reaction afterwards is everyone was just like, I didn't know this was a game. It was like, well, I'm glad you know now because it's yeah. a pretty fun game. I'm horrible at it, as you guys know, but it's a fun game. <laughs> I mean, it was only on PC for its like two three month. Yeah. Uh, when they had the servers up, and I mean, it wasn't really advertised off very hard yeah no it was no one knew what it was when it was in this direct it's (laughs) like you only you only knew about it if you played a certain like type of game then it would show up for you yeah yeah because it wasn't advertised at all so you more or less had to find it yep uh and then the last main point that i have shout out here is advance wars getting its second release man i i 
A yeah. whole year. Guys, I'm going to be honest. Like, for Advance Wars, I honestly was in the mindset of, like, they were just going to not mention this game again. It was just going to get put under the rug and never come out. That I was mean, on, that was honestly my mindset. I mean, on this I didn't game. see that. I mean, it was completely done. It was ready to come out. So it was just a matter of them filling it. It was a time where we can put it out without it getting associated with certain things. I, I'll say this, though, unless they do a very hard like rebrand and what advanced wars is we will never see another advanced wars game again i'm i'm calling it right now i mean we could probably see it again i, I just think i Nintendo, highly doubt we would even before what happened <laughs> happened i'm just gonna view it as like they have just a terrible track record first game comes out literally days before 9 11 and then this game is set to come out and the war starts <laughs> i think nintendo's gonna view this game as a bad omen and it's not gonna come out again that's just my personal thought but uh, I will say for the stuff of the rest, one game that I saw a lot of people, ch- a couple games actually, that I saw a lot of people chatting about uh, is number one, Sea of Stars, getting a demo. I saw that looks interesting. I saw a lot of people chatting about that and downloading the demo, uh, and then also the Byte and Kaitos one and two remaster, which you already mentioned earlier. Yes. Uh, that coming over from GameCube, uh, bringing up, and, and I will also say, you know, uh, of, of a GameCube game, you know, that we already knew was coming, but in the montage of games, further, you know, showed off like Tales of Symphonia, which I think is coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to that. But uh, anything else that from the rest that you guys wanted to highlight, or did I? kind of hit the main things that you I mean guys the Dead Cells DLC with Castlevania looks really good for anyone who likes Dead Cells in that type of game looks really good um, Ghost Trick is a fun game for anyone who likes Professor Layton and uh, Phoenix Wright games I would definitely say try that out whenever it gets re-released on the Switch mm-hmm. it's a nice little intuitive puzzle game figure out everything with his abilities uh, Harming the Fall of Reveria seemed interesting to me but mm. I'm very much into those like very hard story based <laughs> right multiple pathways kind of games. Uh, the Attorney and Odyssey Origins collections are nice because those are hard games to find because all of them are on. Okay, yeah, I was kind of curious your thoughts on that one. Yeah. Those That's a nice little collection set because those are hard to find nowadays. Find four a lot. And I very rarely find any of the other three. And they're all on like DS, SP, and mm-hmm. 3DS and all that fun stuff. Sea of Stars definitely looks interesting. I'll probably pick up that demo at some point. Then the uh, Chumbo Soft get new game coming out, the Master Detective Archives Raincoat. That's your Danganronpa mm. game developers, their new game, which I'll definitely pick up at whatever point it comes out. Right. What about you? Did you have anything else? Nope. I didn't think this so. was the, like no, I said. Not like I said you. earlier, yeah. this direct was. You uh, don't want to play Samba de Amigo. This this direct was. <laughs> you don't want to play catered. Fashion Dreamer. <laughs> this was not catered to me. And uh, I'm John, be, I'm gonna buy you Fashion Dreamer. I'm gonna be honest. It. Fashion Dreamer very much seems like a mobile game that they just threw on Switch. You know, you got me interested. <laughs> You know, that's so true because one of the initial reactions that I have seen from a couple people that have briefly mentioned Fashion Dreamer is that the game looks like it runs like shit. It does look like <laughs> it runs like shit. Like, and people's just like, yo, this game, there's no excuse why this game should be running bad. But yeah, I'm going to buy you Fashion Dreamer, John. I want you to play it. I want, you, I want your full review here on Game Study. Uh, but I mean, like I said, overall, like for me personally, I'd give it like a C minus C plus for me. Cause there's only three main takeaways, but I do acknowledge that. Okay. Yeah. This was a pretty solid direct, uh, you know, with the, uh, I do want to shout this out as well with the Zelda. They, of course they did reveal the collector's edition, uh, no switch OLED, but one thing that someone pointed out 
which gets up after they revealed no switch OLED. I'm like, okay, I guess that might have been fake after all, you know, because we saw we saw someone holding it. So it's like, that feels kind of hard to fake. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that someone pointed out, where I'm like, oh shit, okay, no, hang on, hold on, never mind. It might not be fake after all. Is that with the collector's edition, which again, keep in mind, officially revealed, there is a pin that comes with it, one of the pins uh, from the pin set. And it is the same symbol that is on the Joy Cons for that uh, switch OLED. Uh, so that still tells me that Switch OLED is actually real, and I guess they're just going to announce it maybe at a Zelda-specific Direct. You know, they, they do that every once in a while. So Or someone just spray-painted their Switch. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if they did that, they would have had a hella good guess on getting the symbol right, you know, because the, the, the Switch was leaked first, and it had yeah. the exact symbol that, that's in the collector's edition, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm st- with that. I'm I'm gonna still stay in the boat that Switch OLED is real, and it's gonna get revealed at some point. I'm gonna see if I can grab it. I don't, probably no luck on that. Collector's editions already sold out, so that sucks. You know, I, I I tried to grab one, failed miserably. Is what it is. You know what I'm sad about? I didn't know there was a Hogwarts Legacy controller. Yeah, that just yeah, got revealed. It looks nice it too. It does. It looks so good. It's. So unavailable. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh yeah. Like Sony revealed it in a blog post, like like what the day after the game came out or something. I, and I already gone. It looks so good. It looks really good. I know. I was. I I, I keep checking because I'm like hoping because what they say is it's currently unavailable because it's like more, very obviously more people wanted this than we expected. Oh yeah. So I, I keep checking. I'm I'm checking like six times a day. I'm like maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll. It's like maybe I'll hit that fifteen-minute window where it's available. Maybe you'll get lucky. <laughs> I'm gonna have to build you one of those bots, John. Yeah. No, it does look so good, dude. I will say, I'm I'm becoming a fan of PS5 controllers. I love them. They made it's like the the game specific ones they're doing so far. They're all fucking nice. Yeah, they yeah, do. You have that God of War nice. one. I have the God of War yeah. one. I really want the Hogwarts Legacy one. Yeah, I do too. Because I, I tried to get the God of War one, I just I, I didn't try as hard as you, but I did try and I failed, unfortunately. I yeah, you know, I was actually talking to um, you know my my girlfriend about this recently. It's like, man, it'd be so cool just to collect controllers, but goddamn, they're so expensive and hard to get. Because um, well, this one feels like, eh, you know, who, what's the point in buying these? There's a fucking design lab. Xbox revealed some new like galaxy themed. Yeah, that looks yeah. fucking sick. That looks it good is too. so good. And it's just, you know, and, you know, when it comes to Xbox controllers, the, the general, you know, conceptions from some people, it's like, oh, I can just go make one in design lab that it's my own custom one. Ooh. But it's like, no, dude, that looks sick. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, the Galaxy one looked really good. Like, I, I about, want that. I, I about bought it. Like, I like legit some of these controllers that come out. I just well, want to collect controllers. I'm, They're so cool. <laughs> I've never thought about collecting controllers until like some of these ps5 controllers come yeah. out and i'm kind of like man i, I kind of want to buy all these ps5 controllers yeah they, they look so cool <laughs> and then yeah i saw i saw the the post of the galaxy xbox controller and i was like damn that looks I was cool like, i don't need it but it's fucking sick yeah <laughs> <laughs> man get, get into uh controller collecting that's a that's I, a dangerous hobby <laughs> yes yes it is <laughs> I, it might be the thing where, like, if they start releasing the controllers for, like, PS5 for, like, these big games that are coming out, I might just start picking them up, even right. if I don't care about the game. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat, because I really want that Galaxy controller, man. I'm not, like, I've wanted to just get one off Design Lab, you know? I, I have one designed that's super cool that I like. Um, I've wanted to just do that, but I don't know, man. These ones they're releasing well, the, look so awesome. Is, Go to Design Lab. How much is that controller going to cost? Get it custom made like that. So for a normal Xbox controller, because um, like okay, so Xbox controllers are priced at sixty or seventy. I don't know. Do you know Zach? 
No clue. Okay, because I know I know PS Five is I think seventy. So I, let's just say well, that's the thing. You, the the limited or like the custom Hogwarts Legacy controller seventy nine ninety nine. Okay. Um, so to do a custom like regular Xbox controller, I think is ninety bucks plus maybe more, depending on if you do like any you know um, names on it or anything like that. That's a little bit extra. And then like if you want to do a custom Elite, that's like a hundred. Uh, I think almost right about almost two hundred bucks. Yeah, because yeah, like these these officially licensed beautiful controllers yeah. are like ten bucks more than the normal controller. Yep. yep. <sighs> I may have to start buying the controllers. I'm going to see if I can get that Galaxy one. I want that Galaxy one. That Galaxy one is so cool. Uh, but, uh, I mean, like I said, though, overall, Nintendo Direct, uh, it was good in some ways. Uh, really excited about a couple of the announcements, though. Really looking forward to playing Metroid Prime again. Um, anything else that you guys want to shout out with Nintendo Direct or anything? If not, I can hit the weekly wrap-up, and yeah. we can get out of here. I didn't have none. For <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. This, is, this is the one Nintendo Direct where I was like, eh. They're not all for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, we're going to hit the weekly wrap-up then and wrap the show beautifully with some... Here is some gaming news from this past week that you might have missed. So the first thing that I want to shout out is that the Switch has now hit over 122 million units in sales, and that did pass the PS4. Um, so, I mean, this thing just continues to print dollars, like, nonstop. And uh, it just further tells me that Nintendo is in no rush to get to the next gen. Because me and Josh, we actually dove into that a lot this week. Me and him were chatting about that. Because Josh was, like, dead-ass determined there was going to be a tease for a new console this year. I'm like, no, there's not. There's no way. <laughs> like, they are very comfortable where they are. They're it's only going to make one and release one whenever half their games no longer run it properly. It's getting there. <laughs> yeah. When all the developers go, we're just not making a Switch version. Yeah. They'll, they'll go, oh, I guess we need to. Yeah, I guess it's time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next thing. Uh, so Star Fox Armada is a game title that was revealed as the canceled Retro Studios game that was pitched on the Wii U. This is a rumor that I think I plugged in the weekly wrap-up probably a few months ago that Retro Studios had an idea for a Star Fox game and ultimately did not get the uh, green light on it, which then we got turned around to uh, Star Fox zero i think was the wii u version which was a complete flop in every way uh so it's just kind of it's it's just the situation of what could have been because retro makes great games so it is a situation of what could have been uh the metroid prime remaster did come in at a 95 metacritic the original game was at a 97 so definitely shout out to that uh now one thing that i thought was pretty interesting is we did get some uh leaked details on dragon age Dreadwolf. early alpha gameplay and details leaked uh fully real-time combat plays like a hack and slash combat is inspired from god of war 2018 possibly no direct party control much improved animations fully single player and 20 23 release is unlikely. Uh, Zach, you're in more of a Dragon Age fan. Any thoughts on any of this? I mean, I'll be okay with this. I mean, the only thing I'm slightly not okay with is not having control over the party members and being able to direct them more. Yeah. I feel like that will change, though, you know, since it is early alpha. You know what I mean? Well, it may not be because if they're going towards a live hack and slash, it's probably going to more go towards a system of you set certain parameters for your party members to do. And that's and the AI will direct them in that fashion. Well, gotcha. True, but they also them saying like combat style similar to God of War twenty eighteen. It could be just you don't get direct control over the party members, but you may be able to uh, like select different actions for them to do on a on a button press. I mean, that's sort of how because, because that's how God of War is was where it's like you you basically 
pick pick the option that you want them to do, which, which was just different type of arrow, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then when you hit it, the they guaranteed do the action. I mean, and I could see that as well because that's sort of how Mass Effect was by Wars other game yeah. series, and. I can't remember Inquisition right now at the moment because it's been a couple years since I played it. Because I'm trying to think if Inquisition was like that where you didn't have full control of the characters, but you could. I, I think Inquisition, you could fully take control of could the Could you? Okay. Um, which that may or may not work for me uh, for Dragon Age just because of how that combat usually flows. But seeing as they are doing a more consistent movement action, it may work out better that way. So, Yeah. The only reason I say that is just because how in Dragon Age always worked was the harder difficulties added in uh, friendly fire. Yeah, I would be curious because I've seen Dragon Age gameplay before. I would be interested. I'd be curious to see how that works in like the fully, like full action based. Like you can't slow down or pause combat in any way. Mm. Yeah, because it was with very- how it is now. Because I know Inquisition was very much like you can pause direct yes. everything for each turn if you wanted to. Yes. Because there was a lot of skills in all the Dragon Ages and like you can hotbar some skills which can help you rotate your combo but you still have tons of other skills you want to activate and whatnot to help your root routine of fighting fights because Dragon Age is more fighting was more like a tabletop. It's not yeah. a quick fight. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter how min- how minuscule the enemies are. It's probably not a quick fight. <laughs> yeah. Which would be interesting because it's a weird reference to go to God of War because God of War has its it's very different combat wise where you're not all, you're not ever fighting like a large number of enemies yeah and everything is it's it's like it's a slower kind of more methodical more meaty combat mm-hmm. yeah so it'll be interesting to see Dragon Age adopted to either a similar style or just using it as reference for a game that's fully real-time action-based combat the whole time. Yeah. Right. Which, um, even though it's not slated, you know, 2023 release is unlikely, I imagine we're going to get more details at some point this year. So we're actually Hopefully. To, yeah, we'll actually get to see officially released content about what this exactly is going to look like. Uh, next thing up we have here, uh, Iron Man game by EA Motive, who recently did the Dead Space remake, which was incredible from everything that everyone said online has officially begun production looking forward to hearing anything and everything out of this game one day uh red dead redemption 2 has officially passed 50 million units sold but it still cannot get its current gen update rip maybe one day probably not maybe one day but i mean dude it's literally one of like the top like i think it's top eight now best-selling video games of all time but can't give it uh you know current gen update with you know you know, to put it on, like, the Xbox uh, series this, and stuff. At this point, they're going to wait for the next consoles and just remaster it. I'm cool Probably. with that. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with that. I, I'm, that. That sounds awesome, too. Uh, next thing that I want to give a shout for is Maximum Football. Maximum Football came out a few years ago when it was uh, Doug Flutie's Maximum Football. And that came out, uh, you know, had, like, its own version of, like, pro teams and stuff, as well as its own version of, like, college football that you do. Uh, game was awful. It was so bad. I didn't regret buying it because, like, I viewed it as, a, as well as a lot of people you're giving money to the studio to try to help them improve, you know? Game was so fucking bad. Like, it, it really was. I'm sorry it was. But this game actually looks really good. You can really tell the level of improvement uh, from just how they've continued to grow as a developer, especially because this is in Unreal Engine 5. 
the game looks great. Uh, really excited to have another uh, possibility at a, at a sim football game because Madden has been so stale for so many years. So. I mean, you got Blood Bowl, man. Blood Bowl is actually entertaining, yeah. But need- no, so, it's weird. It's a weird thing to to hear that Madden has become stale because it's just another football game. I know, but I understand just, what you're saying. Yeah, but just at the, variety at the, is important. At the end of the day, it's like it is another football game, but it's also like the different. That's why people still love like the old NCAA like four, was it 14? fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, yeah. that's one. That's why I still people play. still love that because that's still like the best football game. That or that or ESPN two K five or NCAA yeah. fourteen. It's, it's like those are the old ones are still considered to be the best ones ever made because that it, it's like then it, that was about the time it really just kind of hit that make it every year, make it every year, make it every year. Um, you know, the really, when it comes to Madden, the last, like super overall top to bottom, like a great Madden to me was Madden 12, which had Peyton Hillis on it. That was the last really good one to me. 13 dumpster fire game that honestly set the, the game, the front, the whole, the whole series back multiple fucking years. I don't know. Horrible. Madden 2000 on the Dreamcast was pretty good. Uh, Madden 2000 <laughs> was good. So was Blitz <laughs> on the Dreamcast. Blitz was also great. Uh, but no, I mean, Madden, I mean, Madden's been still for a while because mostly, uh, the franchise, I mean, while the game is like fine to play, right. Gameplay continues to improve. Like the, the modes to play continue to suck time and time again. Uh, so, you know, maximum football, if you are a football fan and you enjoy Madden, you enjoy playing NCAA, definitely go watch the trailer. It looked very impressive. Looking forward to seeing more come out and it's free to play. This one, you don't have to drop any cash for it. It will be free to play whenever it comes out here in the next few months. So that's really cool. It'll be pretty much available on, you know, all major consoles right now, except for the Switch. Uh, so either way, if you're a football fan, make sure to check it out. How do we spend out. our money then? Uh, definitely going to be heavy microtransactions, I feel like. That's, Probably. That's definitely the vibe I get. No doubt on that one. Uh, last thing I have here, uh, Midnight Suns was apparently, a, you know, obviously, as we know, it was reviewed re- really well, a critical success, but it was a complete commercial flop, says Take-Two CEO, which is super disappointing. They're going to still continue to work on the game. Uh, that's obvious that it was still DLC coming yes. out, and Take-Two CEO did say that that he does believe the team can, can continue to make the game better and better, and so they're going to definitely continue to work on it, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not surprised, though, to hear that. You know what I mean? I'm not surprised to hear that it was commercial flop. Um, you know, cause I just don't feel like I heard an, a lot about. I, I don't like, feel like I heard a lot of people playing like, it, but the people that did play it loved it. Yeah, I feel like we were one of the few people that actually gave a shit about the game. Yeah, I mean, it was very niche. I mean, it's like goes pretty hard into the some a lot of the comics and gave us a bunch of characters that not a lot of people know. Yeah, outside which of, is one of the draws to it, in my opinion. Which, seeing as the most. Characters people know are from the cinematic universe. Yeah. We look at it as a draw. Everyone else looked at it like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Correct. I don't know who Magic is. And then is. it was also a tactics game and not some action-adventure game mm-hmm. and things like that. So, I mean, it was sort of on the niche side. Yeah, like, you know, to put in perspective of your comment that we were one of the only people that feel like it really gave a shit about it, some of the like you know content creators that I follow, there were some that were just fly out asking on Twitter, hey, is Midnight Suns worth playing? Like, you know, we're just trying to get a vibe from the community. And like, a lot of the responses like, I don't know, I haven't played it. I don't know, I haven't bothered to check it out. <laughs> it's like, it was just so unfortunate because like, it is a good game. Yeah. It is a very good game. We definitely recommend it. But, and it was obviously a critical success. It was reviewed very well. Like, I don't remember what it's like Metacritic was, but it was like 
mid to high 80s i think i mean it was it did very well it did you know well across the board on multiple other review sites but uh just not a lot of people played it's the downside um that's it for the weekly wrap up uh boys you got anything else you want to shout out there no i don't think so i got nothing all right we're gonna hit the music we're gonna leave then like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. If you've been watching this live and you've not subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe. If you're still with us, please, thank you. And until next time, bye. All right, there, everything he said and more. If you made it to the end, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, come check us out next week. We uh, will be streaming Saturday around 6-ish. Uh, yeah. be, be me and Zach uh, for the next couple weeks, just me and him. So come on by. Definitely looking forward to seeing you boys' show. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, so make sure to stop by, support the boys. We would all appreciate that. Uh, do everything they said and more, such as check us out at sparkytheory.com. You can sign up for free. You can sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that extra support. As well as going over to Rogue Energy, you can use our referral link down below uh, to pick up some Rogue. Black Cherry Lemonade is incredible. Go to Agent Inc., pick up a jersey. That support would be appreciated. Well. Make sure to join the Discord server. Going to continue trying to push to get a community going. Uh, with that said, guys, until next time, have a good one. See you.